You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of AMC's Preacher. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Let's talk about Deviant. Okay, so. I'm always down to talk about Deviants. I mean, oh, well. <laughs> Deviant's my middle name. <laughs> we know. Uh, this episode opens with a bang. Oh, man. <laughs> this episode made me uncomfortable from the start. Did it? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not uncomfortable with that kind of stuff. Like, when they first did it in the last episode, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. It didn't bother me. I was like, oh, that, that makes a point. At this one, I was like, is that necessary? <laughs> do, do, do we need to see more foreskins being sliced off with a meat slicer? But what a setup. Oh, man. <laughs> I felt so bad for him, though. You're like, oh, that's really, really awful. <laughs> We've got the meat slicer. We've got oh. uh, the receptacle to uh, whisk away the foreskins and the uh, blood to reinvigorate or re-energize Cassidy. Right. And yeah. my only question is how quickly do they grow back? Yeah, that's my question because <laughs> oh ugh. it's gotta be like bubblegum. I mean it's just Oh oh no. Just, <laughs> it's just it's I feel it's all mashed up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't think you're getting good product at this point. Uh, it is good for the skin, I suppose. But yeah. Enough about That's that. That's rumor. Yeah. So ep- we're, this is the third episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, a- as seasons go, I enjoyed the episode, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite of the season so far. Certainly not my favorite of right. the series, but there were some things that I definitely want to talk about. Um, yes. I feel like the story was moving forward. Uh, there's a really cool fight scene. And, uh, other than that, I was like, Ugh. I don't know. It was, it was a little uneven, but I was, I, I still found things to enjoy. What did you think of the episode? See, I don't think the story moved forward very much. Mm, like, okay. The, the, no one's in a different place than where they were last time. Like Cass is still being held prisoner. Tortured. Yeah. Being tortured. Uh, Tulip is in Masada, which we knew about. And Jesse is back on the plane. So it's like, okay, what's changed? <laughs> oh, okay. That's fair. Their physical locales did not change. Uh, well, I mean, I don't any. feel like their story moved at all either. Like mm. Jesse's still questioning whether or not he should have left Tulip. Cassie still thinks that he should be tortured for whatever reason. And, you know, it's just like, okay, well, the, nothing's changed. Well, there's, there's no movement of the story. And but, maybe I'm misunderstanding it. So if I'm wrong, please inform me. Well, well let's discuss. I mean, uh, you felt like Cassidy, there, there's no, under, for no reason or no good understanding of the reasoning uh, he has for the guilt that he needs, that he feels and the punishment right. that he feels he deserves. Uh, so that backstory of him in Ireland in 1916, yeah. did that mm-hmm. Did that not work or would Well, honestly, if and I'm maybe this is just me. This is season four. You know, this is not the time for backstory. Okay. <laughs> you know Fair enough. I'm like that's that's kind of my thought. I'm like, okay, we've we know enough about these characters. Like we don't need a hundred year old backstory because we've got three seasons of backstory to know enough about the character. Like it felt almost forced. 
Like, mm. okay, we're trying to put some guilt on Cassidy and we need to, a way to do it. So let's go back to before he was a vampire and what him turning into a coward. And I'm like, Oh, it so, didn't work for me. I mean, did it work for you? Well, well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. I feel I, it felt a little forced and I, I, I totally agree with you. We are se- in season four. It feels kind of lazy, I guess, to be laying this type of character development. Uh, I don't know if it was like, Hey, it's the last season. We really need this aspect to be explored for some other things that we're going to do. And so let's just kind of slide this in there. I mean, it's not part of anything we've ever known from his backstory before. And the thing, if I were to take one kernel of it that I think I, I mean, don't take anything away from Cassidy. He's still my favorite character. I think he is the moral yes. center. I think uh, of the show. I think that his guilt is warranted, but I'm not exactly sure we ever needed to see why he felt guilty. I, I had, uh, it was enough for me to know that he's a really old vampire and we've seen him do some heinous shit already. So, exactly. so I, it was enough for me already i didn't need anything else but what i did find interesting was when because he was torn up over his friend in the fact that he yeah. basically let this guy die and he watched yeah, let him get like murdered in, murdered yeah just in like stabby way yeah. straight up right out of saving private ryan right uh, <laughs> yeah um and so and then the him getting attacked by this old vampire. I don't know why it was waterlogged vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Almost like a walking dead walker. I'm not entirely sure what that was all about, whatever. Yeah. But that's not the thing that I find interesting about it is he go, he goes home and then he doesn't, he stops, he turns around and goes, goes away. So, and that's the thing that is gripping at him the most is the fact that, he was ashamed and it was better if they thought he was dead. Uh, but did he know that he was a vampire at that point? That yeah, wasn't kind clear. Of, yeah. He kind of intuited that he did like it I, for them to see what I had become. Mm. But then he said coward and you're like, well, maybe, maybe not. But yeah. what I would say out of all of that is his, if there was a kernel of character development, it would be, or I guess lack of character development, but mm-hmm. character development all at the same time is the fact that he's not giving himself credit for if he did know he was a vampire and he turned away and never went home, he was actually saving his family. So he's actually, it, right. that would have been something he should have taken credit for. Although you let this thing happen, you let a brother die, you watched it happen, but then you became a vampire. If you knew that and then you didn't go home and you stayed right. away from them, you saved them from your your potential bloodlust. So right. you should give yourself credit for that. But I'm not entirely sure he even knew he was that at that point. So I may be trying to give him something he didn't have. <laughs> right. Well, and that's what they were doing. Like, yeah. we haven't needed to see this kind of backstory for Cassidy. Like, it's never been necessary. And it felt almost like they were force feeding it to mm. us. Okay. Not to take anything away from his performance or anything away from the character of Cassidy. And it was straight out of the comic, which is fine. Like, okay, but I knew it from the comic. And I think some people kind of 
Yeah, even if you didn't read the comic, I don't think you would need that kind of backstory. So it just felt mm-hmm. kind of like a that's fair a, a forced thing upon us, you know. And like, uh, I yeah, that still I don't think that's enough to have your foreskin cut off, you know, ten million times just <laughs> on a loop. No, you know, because no. once he's in that factory, why do they ever need to let him stop? Like that's just he's going to be his life from now on for eternity. You know? Yeah, that's it. Which he will just be. F- repeatedly circumcised, repeatedly circumcised over and over. Which should be his version of hell. Yeah. Well, it should be anybody's version of hell. <laughs> I'm telling you. Grief. And didn't we already know that uh, Tulip was an uninhibited deviant? Yes, we did. It's <laughs> <laughs> not news. Yeah. Not news at all. Okay. So I don't even know if there's anything to discuss there. No. Okay. There's not. Okay. How about uh, Eugene and the Saint? Okay, th- that did feel like story progression. Okay, that actually did. I like their scenes. Um, you I, know, I like how Eugene was like, "Why are you following the preacher? Because he sent me to hell." And oh yeah, he sent me to hell too. Maybe that's why God put us together to find him. But they're complete opposites. Oh yeah, you know, like which which is a nice little play it's like the good and the evil mm. like because they're just so different and to see them kind of walking through life and on this mission that they're on and the way they go about it was entertaining and well done i almost feel like since we didn't watch season three maybe i'm missing something because i'm confused as to why the saint hasn't blasted eugene yet there must be a reason right there must be it has to there be must be because yeah. he should have <laughs> yes yeah. um, i don't know what they're they're waiting on and um, maybe they just like the character. Cause you know, sometimes that happens on happens on television. You know, people fall in love with the character that in the book dies, but no, not in the show. We got to have this really good character and that everybody likes. So, and, and I don't, I, I don't feel like Eugene is going to embrace. It just doesn't feel like they're going to go full arse face. No. Uh, in this which is Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Which is okay. That's yeah. fine. Cause he, yeah. Spoiler alert. In the comic, he's a villain, eventually. Yes, yes he is. Quite the villain. Uh, I just well, don't feel that I coming. Feel. I don't think we have time for that. I don't think, I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. It just doesn't feel, no. it, 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 I don't think it would feel right at this point. I agree. But the saint, uh, still enjoy seeing the saint. Um, I think the biggest thing is that uh, they've got a car now. <laughs> yes, they do. Because <laughs> you, My feet hurt. Yeah. Do you think if we drove, you know, we get there faster? Feet wouldn't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it for sure. It made me really happy for sure. And I felt for Eugene. Somebody should have informed him that uh, you, you don't yeah. you don't tap back on somebody's foot. Uh, nope. That's uh, <laughs> just shows more of his innocence. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Which is more to my point. I just don't. There's no way they have enough time to take that character and do a 180. And never mind the fact that he's been to hell and he still right. believes the way he does and hold, holds to his beliefs. And he clearly believes in forgiveness, even for the saint, which I think is important. And right. which, which is an, is nice to be reminded of. But a lot of the episode, we were being reminded of things that I don't think we needed to be reminded of. Right. Uh, right. Again, okay. So, 
the I don't even know what you call that place. Is is it a brothel? Is it some kind? I don't. Wasn't it? It's like <laughs> I, I forget whether the house of house of entertainment or something. It is a like, den of sin. Is Ooh. what it is. Um, yeah. So odd. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got okay. So we speculated uh, in our last discussion as to how they would handle uh, the the decide character, and yeah. uh, it was not what I expected. Uh, no, he was, uh, and, and, you know, now that I think about it, I feel like it was appropriate to give him a short n- nod as a character yeah. from the books, but also you have really no other purpose for the rest of the series. So there's no reason to keep you around. And, um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm completely yeah. fine with that, but that I whole, see that. That kind of introduction and throwback to the comics is totally fine. Like, hey, kid, we're just giving a nod to the source material just so that people who read the books will have something like, oh, yeah, cool. I know what that really is. But there's no need to go full out on that kind of stuff at all. Yeah. You know, that sequence, obviously, there's the fight scene. We'll talk about that in a second because yeah. I have a question for you sure. uh, regarding the fight scene. I, you know, I don't, I'm getting, is it okay that I'm a little irritated at, at Jesse? Uh, we talked about last time he was very reluctant to get out of the car, uh, right. to go in there. But then once he gets in there, he goes in full on, you know, Savior I'm going to get mode. exactly and it's like, yeah. Hey, this is cool. But also, and maybe that's the point, uh, you know, but it's like, dude, this is the way you should be all the time. Uh, and again, more misuse of the power. And it's like, when is this dude going to learn his lesson? (laughs) Yeah. And he hasn't by this point. And I don't know the whole scene. uh, The fight scene was excellent, but before that it kind of felt like, Oh, we're just, maybe that's the whole episode. Maybe that's why I didn't, it felt like shock value. We're trying Mm -hmm. to shock you. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to show you how deviant we can be you know which is fine with the episode title but some of it felt a little like just throwing things in your face instead of having a purpose and maybe maybe that's why i wasn't just thrilled about this episode but well I could you, be wrong. you know i i i can see and maybe the point of the episode was the different types of deviance and sure. the different thresholds because it certainly appeared that deviant behavior means different things to different people. And maybe that was yeah. the point of the episode is examining the, the, wh- what do we consider as being deviant? Right. Um, and, you know, and I'm not a prude or anything like you do whatever you want, like in your own business. And I know what I'm getting into watching the show preacher. So it's kind of catching me off guard that this episode rubbed me the wrong way because I'm fully aware of what I'm watching <laughs> and what I'm investing my time in. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, th- th- I feel like Preacher's towed the line um, mm-hmm. over the series better than it did this mm-hmm. episode. And maybe that's what I'm saying. So I don't want to keep harping on it. So, no, that, I, no, that's fine. I'm sure I'm going to get hate mail. People are like, what do you think? You knew you were going to watch Preacher. What do you expect? I'm like, okay, I get it. I've read the comics. I've seen how worse it can be. Like, I get it. Uh, but yeah but I think your your point is just some sort of progression. We are in the final um, right we, we are in the final season, and did we really get any further along in the story, which whatever the story is um right 
let's touch a little bit on Hitler. Um, yeah. I, I was now in charge of hell. The, the, exactly. And so, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that yet because I'm interested to see where they go with that. Part of me, and maybe this is just, you, you know, now that we're having this discussion, I'm like, look, thinking back on the episodes, like, well, maybe I didn't enjoy the episode as, as much as I thought. <laughs> so way to bring me down, bro. I'm not uh, trying to no, bring you down. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. No, I, I feel I'm, like we got to be real. I'm not going to be a cheerleader for something that I didn't enjoy. You know no, absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and crap all over um, uh, um, something. I, I still, and, no, and, and I think that's, there were, there are bright moments in this episode. Yeah. Like which, that we haven't talked about yet. That's right. And I think that's what we strive to do yeah. uh, every time we have a, a discussion is just fi- try to find the positive things and, and, and right. the things that maybe had some meaning. But I am I mean, I'm interested to see where they go with that because part of me is like it feels really lazy to ascribe the new ruler of hell as Hitler. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> let's take the uh, I guess what c- collective society would say is the most heinous criminal in the history of the world. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Right. And let you know it. So it makes sense that he would be the, the ruler of hell. Of course, he's the most heinous criminal so far, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> God help us. But I just don't, I, I don't know. It just feels a little weak. I, what, what do you think? Sure. I mean, I could see that. And the Hitler that they had introduced in previous seasons where they're trying to kind of redeem him and, <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, well, what are you trying to do with the character? And maybe he just was at the right place at the right time to take over. Or maybe like you said, because he's the most hated criminal ever, they're like, yeah, you're going to take over help because right. it just makes sense. You know, people, when they show up and be like, yeah, Hitler's in charge, they'll be like, yeah, I could see that. You know, that makes sense. Why yeah. We put that guy in charge. Yeah, absolutely. But he does come to Jesse. So I don't know if he's looking to do some kind of partner up. Well, Jesse's got a power that Hitler doesn't have. Like Jesse's power is really impressive. Forcing the person in charge of hell to do what he says. Mm. He could actually probably get an audience with God because of the power that he possesses. Mm. You know, he's one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful being out there right now. So yeah, you got to make friends with that kind of guy. That's right. You want him on your good side. And I still go back to, he has it because he's worthy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Which we oh, there's okay. got to be some sort of explanation of that. Like, what yeah. what made him worthy? Yeah, because so, he's a little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll. I mean, what's <laughs> going on here? That's right. All right. So, do you want to talk about the fight scene, or did you have another point you wanted to touch on? Um, I uh, I did want to talk about um, Cassidy with the angel. Oh yes. Okay. Go. That's all of their dialogue that they had. I thought was very important. And very, that was actually character progression for Cassidy. And that was backstory that I could get behind, mm-hmm. you know, talking about how he's been around, he's done some things, but that he tried to be good. And the angels are like, yeah, we saw it and we appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of them reliving old drinking songs and reminding <laughs> us that Cassie had been around for a while and, you know, him singing the goodbye Liverpool song or whatever mm-hmm. it was, um, and that really touching Cassidy, I was like, okay, see, this is the sensitive side of Cassidy that I want to see, mm-hmm. you know, he, 
this is what I like about his character. Like he can be this hardcore badass that'll chew off his own leg to escape and murder everybody. But he does have a sensitive side and you can feel it. And if you get cut away the layers and get to the Cassidy on the inside, you can see that he really is a tortured soul. But you would think, and this is why I don't feel bad for him because I feel like he's paid enough over his time. You're like, okay, you don't need to be sitting here tortured over and over and over anymore. Like you've paid enough, you've done enough and you would hope to see some progression for him that way. You know what I'm saying? Did No, that, those were great sequences. Did we, we didn't actually catch the angel's name. Did we? Uh, I don't think, I think he's just an archangel. Okay. I don't think yeah. He gave us his name. And, and I'm not sure who that actor is, but I yeah. enjoyed, uh, yeah. Quoting Hoosiers. Yes. Yeah. You that. can always quote Hoosiers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that that was fantastic. Hey, all I know is that that was the last time she wore a bikini to breakfast. <laughs> whatever right. that whatever that means. <laughs> I, I cut the, the tail into that story. <laughs> Sounded like it was going to be good. Wrecked him, hell, damn near killed him. That's what that felt like. So no, exactly. the, <laughs> those sequences uh, were good, and it's going to be. Uh, what, what do you think the angel feather uh, is for? Yeah. Do you, do you have any? Know. I don't have any idea. It's something. It, maybe it was. Yeah. It, something. I, it's got to be more than just a comfort item for Cassidy. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's very deliberate. Yeah. Be it's got to be. So I think maybe we'll. But it's nice to see a relationship between a creature of pure evil, supposedly a vampire, and a creature of pure good and angel. Mm-hmm. And the, the un, unlikely friendships that are formed through this show. You know, it, that's what I like to see. Good and evil working together, kind of melding into a gray. So there's not an absolute good and one, or an absolute evil. There's a middle ground. Was, and the people who find the middle ground usually do well. Was that your your very clever way of cross-promoting our podcast on Good Omens? Absolutely. <laughs> and the relationship between Aziraphale and Crowley? And Crowley. Yeah. That's a beautiful relationship. Oh, no. It's absolutely a, a great relationship. And what episode was that with the 30-minute cold open where they just showed their backstory and their story? Uh, episode four? four? Episode four, yeah. That was really good. It, it was, was really dude, good. Yeah. I remember watching it and like, whoa, that was that was just the intro? I would have been fine watching a whole other ep- series of this. Absolutely. Well, They that, could have done three, four episodes of that. I would have been great. So that's in Neil Gaiman's court. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazon has said that it is entirely up to him. They're be, they are completely on board. I'm not sure he should, uh, but what I am sure of is if you've not watched Good Omens, definitely hop on to Amazon uh, Prime and check that out. And then when you're done, come listen to our recap podcast uh, on that uh, good time. So I'm, I'm interested to see where this uh, – angel feather goes and I'm not even sure how to speculate because that's the thing. That's the one thing I love about preacher is maybe we didn't necessarily enjoy this episode as much as we would hope we did, but we're not going to stop watching. We're, we're going to, we're going to watch next week. We're going to watch the whole season. And I'm, I'm still excited for what they're going to do because we don't know what they're going to do. And, and that's the thing is I really enjoy about this series, even though we, we read the source material you really don't know what you're going to get 
Yeah. From week to week. You really don't. And it's it's unique in that way because a lot of other shows are, are fairly predictable. And that's, that's okay. Predictable yeah. is not bad. And I'm not saying unpredictability is better. I'm just saying this show is not predictable. Well, it is predictable in its unpredictability. Right, right. You, that makes sense. You, are, you know that you're not going to have any idea what's happening. That's right. And you may not so, like it, but at least it's trying some stuff. Right. right. So let's talk about this fight scene. Speaking of trying stuff, yeah, the Dude, best thing of the episode, I think. Oh, I, I would hundred percent agree. The uh, the different camera angles and the, like the side view, like you're watching a stage play. I thought it was just fascinating. Yeah, that like, that was great. The the choreography uh, was great. The camera work was great. Obviously, it was not one continuous shot. That's not done very often anymore. Only a handful of guys have ever pulled that off. Uh, Brian De Palma being a guy that's known for doing that. I mean, what what was it? Snake Eyes, where like mm-hmm. the first twenty minutes is one continuous shot. It, yeah. that, that's that movie with uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Oh yeah, um, I've seen it. So, but that's okay. The way that it was edited, a little bit of CGI here and there to kind of blend mm-hmm. it all together. It it felt and flowed really well. But I have one major question. Shoot. Is this fight scene better than the Daredevil hallway fight scene? Oh, see, that's a tough question. Uh, the thing I like about the Daredevil fight scene is that you don't see all of the action. You kind of hear some of mm-hmm. it off screen mm-hmm. and then you see him kind of limp out and go across the hall and like take a breath, which I thought was very interesting and something I I don't think I've seen before. Mm -hmm. I do like in this one, the side view, which I thought was kind of revolutionary Mm -hmm. and it's got the speed up and the slow down stuff and the really highlight a specific moment and then speed everything up real quick over, which I like that kind of fight scene reminds me of 300, you know? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And over the shoulder, of different characters. Uh, And then let's not forget that he was high on something. Uh, Oh yeah. Life. (laughs) And I liked how blew something in my face. I I liked how, as he's walking up the stairs, like the walls vibrated, right. And things are just started going goofy for him. Then we see over the shoulder from him going to the door, trying to find the kid. And uh, I thought that was that cool. At first, I was thinking, you know, maybe it, it felt as almost though it was a combination of him being high on something and just the total depravity that was happening in that place, as though yeah. the walls themselves were vibrating with this dark energy. And right. that that was uh, that that was my initial thought. But going back to what we were talking about earlier about this deviance and and people, what's acceptable to some people and not acceptable to others and the lines that certain people have that, you know, again, they're different for everybody. It's like one of, one of the examples of that is when he goes and he, and he finds the kid and the kid was like, yeah, what, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good, bro. I'm making, I'm making money. You're the one with problems. I'm like, okay. So the kid didn't want to be saved. But yet, yeah. but the but yet the kid needs to be saved because they don't know better, and it's so yeah, the kid doesn't. Yeah, that. Yeah, of everything in this episode that I felt like, you know, that's that seemed a little tone deaf. To yeah, it's like, like it, unnecessary. Like we shouldn't we shouldn't have a kid that's like trying to make decisions for themselves about something so serious. Absolutely, and and, and then the kid dies. 
right? Because it's yeah. shot by a stray bullet from from the fight. And yeah. it's like, okay, what are we supposed to take from this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, the kid the kid didn't want to be rescued and the only way he saved was to kill him. Like I yeah, I didn't get any of that. Yeah. I didn't get any of that at all. It, so it kind of soured that whole scene, which was excellent yeah. for me. And then he monkey stomp, monkey stomps uh, the Desaad character, just yeah. wrecks his Ooh. wrecks his head like a watermelon. I mean, yeah. it was it was kind of gross. Yeah, but what you know, I, I I feel like okay, the the response was not necessarily inappropriate, but. <laughs> It's yeah. like, would he have done that if all those things, other things had not have happened, you know? And, and so, question. Yeah. And, and so those are the type of things I kind of ponder is like, well, how do we, what, how, how are certain things okay? And then what, what are the things that happen that make those things no longer okay? Right. right. And it's like, should, <laughs> the, I don't know, man. It's just, that's what boggles my mind sometimes. It's like, okay, so you justify, would you have stomped this guy's face if the kid wouldn't have died? Right. You know, if the kid willingly wanted to be there, I don't know. It's, I don't even know if it, if I can articulate fully what I'm, what I'm trying to explain, but I don't know. It. I just, it felt too muddled. It's like, what are you trying to say here? Because if you're trying to say what I think you're saying, that's kind of irresponsible, but the fight scene was cool. So I think we've articulated well that this was not our favorite episode of right. not just season four, but the season not as a show. whole. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, it's not my favorite episode. Uh, even though I haven't seen any of the episodes from season three, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I didn't enjoy this one as much as I wanted to, but I'm not mad after that I such saw a it. strong after such a strong opening. You you know I I have very high hopes for this season. Yeah, and so like we always do, even with like The Walking Dead, when it was just in the doldrums, mm-hmm. I will we'll wait for the season as a whole. But as a podcast, we talk about individual episodes, so we got to talk about what right. we just watched for the week. And yeah. if we don't love it, we're not gonna you know we're not gonna shit all over it, but we're not gonna say, oh yeah, that was great, the best show ever. If we didn't think it was great, that's right. And if you think we're totally wrong. Hey, that's cool, but we we want to hear about it because if there's different uh, perspectives, uh, I I, I want to hear that because that helps me uh, look at the series as a whole and be objective Definitely. about it. So one of the ways that you can do that is you can hit up hit us up on social media at Recap FM. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what, where we're at on everything, and if we're not on that, then we should get on that. Um, yeah. So tell us. And uh, the other thing we would like for you to do is join our newsletter. Uh, you can hit us up on recap.fm. There's a mm-hmm. link right up at the top that says newsletter. Click on that, put in your old email, and you'll be off to the races. You'll yeah. be Oh, in- you're going to get the best information in your email inbox. You don't even know. You're not even prepared. So I should totally start sending emails is what you're saying. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying I make no promises about when you'll receive this information, just that the information will be amazing. Good. You've really saved my skin. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully the episode will be a little bit better. Search and rescue. So sounds like it sounds like a winner to me.